Hi, Rav Judah here with Masechet of Odezar, Parakei Mishnah Zayin, dedicated towards the merit of a complete recovery for Tova Miriam Bat Devor Mindel. So if you have a, uh, a Gentile, an idolater, who has a Jew in their employ, Jew works for them, you're a craftsman, whatever it is, you work for this Gentile idolater. Instead of paying you in cash or gift cards or anything like that, they give you a barrel of non-kosher idolatrous wine. Here, here's your gift. This is your payment, I should say. This is your payment. They give it to you b'scharan. If you haven't yet accepted it, and as they like put it down on your doorstep and say, I'd like to pay you, or they're picking up to hand it to you, you can say, I'd rather have money instead. Why? Because you're, you're not now getting paid for the wine. Remember, you can't get benefit from the wine. It's that the wine isn't yours yet. You never accepted it. You simply said, I don't want it. I'd rather have money. But it never became yours. That's okay. But, Once it's entered, in other words, let's say they give it to you. You take it home, and then you sleep on it overnight and go, oh, I don't want this. Go back. Now it's too late. Now you own a barrel of wine. If you so much as accept it, you now own a barrel of wine, and that's a problem of ownership, and you can't get any benefit from it. I remember years ago, ago uh, when my wife and I were engaged, almost engaged, something like that, we flew out to, yeah, we were engaged, to meet her parents in Seattle. And it was over Cholomoy Pesach. So we took a flight, we're on United, we're going to Seattle, and we'd fallen asleep. And I woke up as they were trying to put down our kosher food trays. The thing is that the food trays were kosher, but they weren't kosher for Pesach. They had rolls in them. You know, United just bought a bunch of kosher meals. They're not paying attention to when it's Cholomoy Pesach or not. And I was glad that I woke up because I was able to tell the flight attendant, no, I don't want that. They said, well, just put it down in case you want to I said, no, I don't want it. Because the minute they put it down and they make it mine, if I take that, I've got a problem now. Now I own Chamez on Pesach. Now I own a roll. I don't want that. So I said, actually, I'm not accepting these. I don't want them. And they're like, oh, okay, we'll give it to another passenger. I'm like, have a great time. Whatever you want to do. Not my issue. Um, but I need to make sure not to accept it. Because once you accept it, it's yours. And then you have a problem. Now you can't get benefit from it. In the case of the wine, you can't ask for money. So let's say you were selling kosher wine to an idolater. If you already agree on a price before you measure out some and then you fill their container with it, then then it's fine for you to accept money because the truth is that you're already making the deal and they are, uh, they are acquiring the wine and you are thus acquiring the payment before they ever actually touch the wine. It has to do with whether they're touching the container or they're lifting it up. That's a longer sugya, it's a longer topic in terms of acquisitions. But the, you acquire your rights to the payment before they ever touch the wine itself. But if you're measuring out wine for them and you haven't yet agreed on a price, now you have a problem that they're already going to touch the wine before you receive or, or get rights to the money, and thus you're getting money for wine that has been transformed into idolatrous wine, and that is a problem. Israel. So if you now, if you, let's say you take a, um, a funnel and you're pouring out of your container into the funnel into the non-Jews bottle, well, the, because funnels tend to back things up, the stream of wine that's going into the bottle goes up into the funnel. It's all connected. Right? So imagine you, know, you have wine in the bottle, you have a stream of wine that's pouring down from the funnel, and the wine that's in the funnel. That means, because it's connected, all the wine that's in the funnel, since the the uh, the other wine is already idolatrous wine, even the stuff in the funnel is now forbidden. Uh, we had an idea elsewhere that if you're pouring out of your barrel and it's a straight pour, that can make everything inside the barrel forbidden. Now in this case, what we're concerned about is that any remaining droplets in the funnel have been connected to the wine in the bottle. Those are no good. 
So if you don't take that funnel and without rinsing it off, go and pour for a Jew, if there's a little bit of wine left in the funnel, that wine was transformed into idolatrous wine because it was connected directly through the stream to the wine that was in the idolater's bottle, and that's idolatrous wine. And so now those droplets are forbidden, and when you pour onto those droplets, they make all the wine that touches them forbidden, and now the wine that gets into the Jew's bottle off of that funnel, from the, because of that one little droplet, is usser. Let's say you're pouring from container to container, but you're not pouring in a straight stream. You do like a pour and stop. Pour and stop. So it kind of goes through the air. So, So the, that which is the source wine that was poured from is fine. That which is poured into becomes forbidden.